everybody. Welcome to the 665 Media Football Show. I'm your host, your host, Vince Size, and happy Monday. It's sunny outside in the East Coast. Uh, I'm feeling great, you know, and I got my, my my guy, JB. What's going on, JB? I hope everything's going well. You know, I had a great weekend. Shohei Tiny joins the Dodgers. L.A., the city of L.A. is celebrating. Of course, the L.A. Sparks got the number two pick. Everything in L.A. is going fine right now, and and, and, and I'm and I'm happy. It's a city of champions. But anyway, don't forget JB, the don't forget the in season tournament. I, I know, I know, I know. Thank you, JB. <laughs> why you? This is why you made my day, my morning, because you you made me get get right away. Because there's some fan bases are listen. I live close to Philly, Philadelphia. Shout, shout out to my father, Chris Sy. Hopefully, my dad listens to the show. Because JB, we could have preached to the fans out there. The city of Philadelphia is. I guess, um, you know, there's a lot of explosions in Philadelphia right now that are worried right now. And yeah, the word is panic. I know, I know. I guess it's like the sky is falling, and that's, that's, that's like Bill's fans do, right? So let me ask you this, JB. We, we can start with uh, five teams right now. Now, let me ask you this. Would you want to start with Philadelphia? Or yeah, I want to start, start with, with Philadelphia. Or... Philadelphia is the number one thing that we need okay. to do. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let, by the way, JB, before the show... You know, I had to grind through tape, and God bless myself. I got to, you know, watch the Vikings and Raiders. But God bless me, right, Jamie? I don't know how I do it, but go ahead. It's all good. Well, let, all right, let's talk about a couple of things. First off, I don't know how you're going to deal with Vikings Raiders as well. Like, there's, like, my point that I've been sort of making on this show the last few weeks didn't change just because, um, just because there was a good week of football this week and then three weeks ago. Like, there were many games this week that were garbage, including the game that I'm about to talk about, which is Eagles versus Cowboys. But, like, Broncos versus Chargers was, like, trash. Vikings versus Raiders, the Seahawks end of, of things, Lions versus Bears, Cowboys, Colts versus Bengals. Right. I, if I if I never watch a Panthers game in my life, it'll be <laughs> too soon. Like, thank goodness for that. But, Josh, and, Josh um, the best game, they beat the Texans. Well, so, look. As someone who has, um, thankfully in my life, had sex with um, moms, you know, of, of various ages and who, who knows what it's like to get that pussy and that ass working in ways that are um, unique solely to moms who are just, they have nothing left to live for. Just go to town, man. Like, I know when you're dating a mom. I know when you're, you're having sex with a mom. I know what that looks like. And it looks like what Zach Wilson was doing yesterday at quarterback against the Houston Texans. I know what I know what's changed. I know what the difference is. Now, who that person is, I don't know, but what that person's age is, I guess somewhere in the neighborhood of 55 years old, 55 to 65 years old, that neighborhood. And that's what happens. That's what happens when you find somebody in that age range and all of a sudden you have to play a football game, you beat the Texans 30 to 6. That's how that works. So in the event, so to all our listeners, in the event that your team has to beat the Texans and you're looking for an edge. Tell your quarterback to start free-balling a 55- to 65-year-old mom, and you too can have a game just like Zach Wilson. So that's message number one. All right. Message number two, and the more reason that we have to do this podcast, right, to Philadelphia fans who believe the sky is falling, okay? Your schedule is a fucking joke at the end of the year. This is nonsense. You have the Seahawks losers of four straight who look just completely discombobulated. Don't even look like the same Seahawks nope. that I've come to know. And I was never that particularly high on the Seahawks once they lost um, Charles Cross and Abe Pollen at the beginning of the year. I, I sort of backed away from the Seahawks real quick, fast, in a hurry. I'm like this Seahawks team, I barely recognize them, losers of four straight in a row. Ever since the Cardinals game and even that game, right? Really, it's ever since the Giants game on October 2nd. This team has been coming apart at the seams. I know they have the win against the Commanders, but this game, like against the Browns, like just completely devastated them. The the Seahawks, you know, the, and they won that game. They won that game, and then they lose to the Ravens. Then they lose to the Rams. Then they, obviously they were going to lose to the 49ers, but they get blown apart by the Cowboys on defense. And then yesterday, I don't know what that effort was, but whatever that effort was, that effort is not an NFL team effort. So like, I don't believe in the Seahawks team. That's what happened, on the when, subject that's what happened when you play a quarterback like Brock Purdy, they were playing against Jimmy G uh, for a lot. Keep going. It's all good. Go ahead. Yeah. This was garbage. Like wh what you're seeing from the Seahawks is garbage. And the fact that you have them plus two games against the giants, yep. um, one on the road, one at home, and you have um, the Cardinals coming to town, the three and 10 Cardinals coming to town at the very end of the year. This is a joke. 
this is not a real schedule, right? And you contrast that though with what the Cowboys are about to face on their gauntlet, right? And I get it that they that they um, beat the mighty mighty Seahawks, the aforementioned Seahawks, who I just spent like a minute trashing, right? And I get it that they beat you and that they're on top of first place today. Let's see how they do against the Bills in Buffalo. Mm. Yeah, they do against the Dolphins in Miami. Let's see how they do when the Lions come to town um, and are probably fighting for their season um, and their playoff seating in on December 30th before finishing up against the Commanders. I think the Cowboys schedule is significantly harder. While we're on the topic of harder schedules, I believe the 49ers set schedule to become significantly harder. Not because they have to face the Cardinals. They're going to blow apart the Cardinals as well. But I think the Ravens are going to be a real test, especially with how Lamar played today. That's MVP. Exactly. I, um, I told you, John, about the Ravens. They're good. Yep. You, you called that. You called that. Give all weapon. the credit to you. You called that. You Thank thought you. the Thank Ravens you. were going to be you. good. Um, the commanders are going to, they're going to face the commanders. They're going to blow apart the commanders too. Um, but then they have to face the Rams. The Rams always play the 49ers tough. The reason that I picked the Eagles at the beginning of the year, in case everybody was wondering, like, well, why did Josh JB pick the, the Eagles? It had everything to do with the end of the schedule that you're looking at right now. I said, and I remember, I quote me directly, I said it would be the 49ers going to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. And it had nothing to do with whether I thought the 49ers were more talented or less talented than the Eagles. I'm not looking at the football game that way. I'm looking at the football game in a way that says the Eagles have a significantly easier schedule to close out the year than the 49ers, whatever you think of the 49ers talent and that playing one extra playoff game and then one potentially on the road playoff game um, against the top teams is going to be harder than facing two games at home to get to the Super Bowl with a bye. And that's all it is right yeah. now. The difference is, is that by not winning the Cowboys game, by not going all out in the Cowboys game, you now potentially don't control your own destiny, right? Crazy things have happened in the NFL. They happen week after week after week after week. And in the event that something crazy happens and the 49ers just steam through everybody, well, then you all of a sudden don't control your own destiny. Same thing with the Cowboys, right? That if the Cowboys steamroll everybody, this isn't a mirage, they aren't an accident waiting to happen, Mm -hmm. well, then you don't control your own destiny. But I'm a little skeptical that you're going to face much resistance, whereas I'm much more more certain that the 49ers and the Cowboys are going to face resistance on their way – through the play through the end of the season right than the eagles and that's ultimately what i'm banking it on that's ultimately right. the idea here jalen hurts choosing between jalen hurts and drew lock or jalen hurts and geno smith is no choice at all i agree no i agree I like agree. whatever you want to think of jalen hurts and we know what ralph mentor thinks oh. he's better than those two i agree <clears throat> and now so, let me let, let me ask you this josh yeah, sure. now, this, this, this is a fair question yeah, sure. for the eagle fans out there now, Eagle fans are worried about Brian Johnson. He's a first-year OC, and then they're worried about Joseph Sy because right now the city of Philadelphia, the only reason why they're worried is because this Eagles defense, it, they're missing tackles. And they signed Shaq Leonard. He didn't help him yesterday. And, then, I mean, let me ask you this, JB. Is it possible that Debo Samuel, Samuel is right about the Eagles secondary? Is it possible? Sure. And, and again – it's really important to emphasize why does that matter? Right. Right. And, and like, that's the real key here, Vince. Like the real key is like, you can be right, but why, why and when is that going to matter? Right. Is it going to matter in the NFC championship game? Yes. Sure. But that's eight weeks away. Right. Right. Can things change in eight weeks? Do things change every Yes. Week? Yes. Just ask the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just ask the Houston Texans. Like, yes. things change every week. So to sit there and be like, well, Debo Samuel is definitely right. They're missing tackles. They're, they don't know what they're doing back there. It's a trash secondary, right? No shit right now against you. But is that going to matter against – hold on. Give me a second. It says here Darius Slay against Giants receivers. Get the no. fuck out of here. It's not going <laughs> to matter against them. Is it going to matter against Marquise Brown and no. like and Ronaldo Moore? Did I even get that right? I might even got that wrong. Moore. The, the, the more that plays. Run, run, I got you. Rondell Moore. There you go. Yeah. Rondell Moore. No, it's not. And so, again, like 
you're right that they're struggling and that they're missing tackles. No question about it, right? Do they have the time to take a breath and to get better? I say to you that the answer is yes. Yes. Why I'm not losing faith or losing sleep in the Eagles. Here's the other question, and I will bounce this question to you. First off, well, it's two questions. It's a back-to-back because I think one leads to the other, and I think you would answer them differently if I did. You would answer it differently if I just asked the second question as my standalone. My first question, do you believe that the 49ers, based on just what I read you, do you believe the 49ers and the Eagles have a path of harder resistance, that they will be harder games than what I just laid out for the Eagles? Yes. Okay. The second question, do you believe that there is more of a chance that either of those teams suffer an injury or just slip up or just have a, like, have a downturn, right? I'm not even talking about a loss, that their play goes down as a result of that schedule going forward than the Eagles. Knock on wood, yes. yes. I mean, I don't want that to happen. I just think it's going to just based on toughness. And I really want to emphasize it. It's based on strength of schedule, not on talent. In my mind, I've said this all year, I still think the 49ers are the most talented team. You've heard me say that. I David said said this on this podcast the whole year. Yes, he did. Yeah, and that the reason they're not going to win the suit, not going to the Super Bowl, isn't because they're not the most talented team. They are. It's that they're facing a more difficult schedule than the Eagles, that it's much easier to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in round two than it is to face anybody in round one and certainly in round two. That's it. That's all. So, yeah, so that's ultimately why I'm telling telling Eagles fans not to worry. Also, 49ers fans, this is what we're talking about with your offense being unbeatable. This is the magic. Right. And you didn't even have Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, who, by the way, has fallen off a cliff. Neither here nor there. Yeah, he gets hurt every year, every year. So unfortunate. It's getting exhausting. And it's such but a. No, but John, no, but John, here's the thing, right? Niner fans are so smart, right? They were worried about Purdy's interception in, pre, in practice and during, you know. In the, uh, yeah, this is funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. ridiculous. And I mean, to Andrew Jones, hopefully he's listening to this. <laughs> Dude, this is why you don't take preseason seriously. What is it, 39 touchdowns to nine? Gosh, remember Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett was looking good in preseason, remember? Yeah, it, it, we, we're, we can't have this conversation every every week. And not just because I don't want to. I mean, believe me, I love teasing Andrew oh, yeah. L. Jones on this. But this is nonsense. Like, it's it's clear to anybody paying attention that Brock Purdy is an elite quarterback. Yes. Now, whether you want to say that he's number one or not, or even whether you want to say he's MVP, I would go so far as to say that he's number three. I, I think that Lamar Jackson has sort of cemented, in my eyes, the MVP. The, what he's done with Baltimore against the schedule that he's had to face, against the teams that he's had to face, has been pretty awesome. Right? Yes. You can make a case that Dak is playing at an MVP level, and thank goodness he got a win against the Eagles because <laughs> look at the rest of the schedule. He consistently loses whenever it's a big-name opponent but wins against the idiots, right? <laughs> yes. But, like, having Brock Purdy at number two is not only not a slight, it's probably right for this season, not for every season, and to say, well, I still would rather take Patrick Mahomes. Well, no shit. <laughs> right? But, like... To sit there and to be like Brock Purdy sucks. He's the re- he's only good because of everybody else. You're just not paying attention at this point. Like you just you've decided what your mind is going to decide. But Josh, when he loses Debo and Trey, he doesn't look like no no shit. I don't know what you need. How many yards does he need to throw for week after week after week? What do you need to see to put Brock Purdy among the elites? Like his record is ten and three, tied for the best record in the NFC. He's throwing for over 300 yards a game. Yeah. And yeah, he has a good team. No shit. So do lots of quarterbacks. Exactly. Right? So does that. So does Jalen Hurts, right? You can't separate the talent around from the talent itself. And the people who try to do that are just, they're, they're nuts. They're nuts. All right, Dawson, so, what, yeah. what can you tell Ashley Baker and the Cowboy fans? They're getting excited now. They should be oh. for today. Yes, they should be excited for today, right? But like, I don't need to remind them or you that there is a song by Stephen A. Smith called An Accident Waiting to Happen. And they didn't award the Super Bowl for your performance yesterday. And I've already told you about the, you know, gauntlet that's coming up. I think that you've got a real serious schedule coming up. The Eagles, meanwhile, just finished their serious gauntlet. It just ended. So, like, an optimist, which is what I am as it pertains to the Eagles – are saying, really, I, I like to think of myself as a realist, but like, 
as it pertains to the Eagles, the Eagles have faced in the last seven weeks the Dolphins, the Commanders, the, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Cowboys, right? Three of those teams, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Cowboys. Playoff team, the playoff team. Keep going, yep. Well, Chiefs, Cowboys, 49ers, and Dolphins are all in first place in their division. The Bills, who we're about to talk about when we switch over to the AFC, mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. like up in covers, and they hung 34 on the Eagles um, just le- like literally just a few days ago, and you went to overtime with them. So you've had essentially one game against the Commanders on the road against a losing team. Meanwhile, the teams you, you faced aren't just winning teams. Like winning teams are one thing, like whatever with that. You're facing teams that are at the are like the first place like we're about to talk about all these teams the Bills, mm-hmm. the chiefs all, all of them i've already talked about the 49ers i've already talked about the cowboys we even talked about the dolphins but like dolphins are in first place as well like these are the teams that people talk about as like the super bowl contenders that they like over you and mm-hmm. you got done facing all of them so no shit at the end of it you're tired <laughs> take a break take a break good news the seahawks are coming to town You'll, you'll get your break. It's, it's happening this week. But, like, don't expect to be as good as you were at the beginning of the trip as you are at the end. Yep. Like, you're, 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 you're not the same. You're not going to be the same. You faced arguably seven of the you, – you went on a seven-week stretch in which you took on five of the top eight best teams in yeah. the NFL. So, yeah. So, Eagles fans, calm the fuck down. It's okay. And you have four weeks to get right. I have a feeling you will. That's it. Yeah. That's message. And like, that's fine. That's like a normal message. Lions fans, while we're in the NFC. Oh, Josh, remember, where's that Ben Johnson talk? Remember, he's a top five OC. Well, he, Josh, he deserves it. Remember, Niner fans, I would want Ben Johnson over Kyle Shedding. It's interesting, Josh. Wait, 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 Josh. Remember when the Lions traded for DBJ? What happened to that? Yeah. What happened to Donovan Peoples Jones? The Browns fans were asking the same question before he was traded. Yeah, like what a stupid, what a stupid question. Let, let's talk more seriously about like what you actively expect out of the Lions, right? Like, and I said this, I said this a few weeks ago, back when they were seven and two and they were about to face the Ravens, that I needed one week. And I asked, I begged you at the time. I but said, you did. you did. Give me a week to see if I believe in the Lions or not. Um, and I don't. And why don't I believe in them? Because I don't think that their defense is good at all. Like, I I'm like Aiden Hutchinson. I actually, I'm actually, I'll take that back. I'm okay with the defensive line. I, I don't have any real beef with the defensive line. I think there's something like middle of the pack yes. in pressure rate. But once you get past the front line, I don't like anybody. Jack Campbell was getting turned around all day yesterday <laughs> by TJ Moore. That's not, like... And their secondary is straight garbage, and it has been for like weeks. And so, the- I had a question for you: How the fuck? And listen, I, I, and by the way, Fields is on fire. But how the fuck if fourth and twelve, GJ Moore gets open? How does that happen? It's a great question. I have no idea. Like, I don't even. I'll, I'll go this far. I don't even know why you would bother covering another Bears receiver. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even like. I know that Cole Komet can catch the ball. I know that in theory, Khalil Hurt can catch the ball. I don't even care. Let them beat me. If they're going to be the reason that I lose, well, then let's just see. But, like, that you're not doubling DJ Moore, that you don't have safety help over the top um, against DJ Moore, that you're letting Jack Campbell, a rookie linebacker, get turned around by DJ Moore, not just on the one big play on the highlight reel, but that happened at least on three different catches. That's nonsense. I don't care how fast you think Jack Campbell is. He's not faster than a short little wide receiver who makes his living that way. It's ridiculous. Like, and so like their defense is, is junk, but then you move over to the offensive side of the ball, which is, which is like what the whole Ben Johnson thing. First off, like 40 diners fans, shut the fuck up (laughs) enough, man. You know that this upstart offensive coordinator is not better than Kyle Shane. He's not, he's not. Okay. Like, and the idea is, well, look what he did with Jared Goff. Look what you're doing with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Right? Like, it's better than it's what they're doing with it's Jared Goff. Keep going, yes. So, like, okay, so that's the side, right? Even if you want to say that you believe in Ben Johnson and that you think that he's a really good offensive coordinator, as I do, because I would love 
L-O-V-E, all capital letters, for the Bills to fire Sean McDermott. Oh. Fire Ben Johnson. That's a move. Not this 49ers nonsense. You're going from one offensive coordinator to another. Look how great it is. Shut the fuck up. You're fine. <laughs> Kyle Shannon is amazing at his job. You don't need Ben Johnson. We'll get to the Bills in like literally just a second. But even if you want to believe yeah. that the Lions offense is better than what they've shown, certainly better than what they showed against the Bears. But like, let's say you're a Lions optimist. Um, Ralph, I'm talking to you. Even if you want to go that far, you're still looking for that secondary receiving help, yeah. right? Like Amon Ross St. Brown has specific routes that he's amazing at. Yes, I don't want yes. to take anything away from Amon Ross St. Brown. He's the sun god. He's awesome. But the problem is the same problem that you have with Keenan Allen, right? Yeah. Which is that like you don't have any help anywhere else on the field. Like no. Jameson Williams is, well – I can't wait to talk about Kadarius Tony. Oh, Jameson Williams probably can't wait to study. The Chiefs fans, area. get ready to listen to this. Go ahead. Yeah, I can't wait. We're going to get over there in just a second. But just to finish up on the Lions, like even if you believe in what the Lions are doing, even if you want to say, you know what, I really like the Lions. I really think they can make a deep run. They're still missing that wide receiver distraction that you need, and yeah. like that for whatever reason they just won't create with Sam Laporta, right? They're missing that secondary wide receiver who diverts attention, forces defenses to be like, you know what, we have to worry about him. Now, for the record, as a person who lives with the commanders, right, that can be very hard to find. Exactly. Like Keenan Allen is looking for it, Terry McLaurin is looking for it, and so too is Amon Ross St. Brown. The difference is that the Lions, in theory, should have that with Sam Laporta. Now, why won't they throw to Sam Laporta? Is it because he's white or is it because he's not good? It's the or, first or is one. it because is it because when you pressure Gobby doesn't do good? It's unreal. He's the biggest player on the field. Yes. He's a tight end. He's the definition of a security blanket. And, J- and Jared Goff is just like, yeah, but what if I threw to Jamison Williams? What the fuck are you talking about? There's because a tight you know, end you know so in bad. front of you. You know Waving his so arms, mad. I'm you open, know, I'm open, and Jared Goff is looking for bumps. Yeah, it's unreal. You and so, as long so- as you're going to make those stupid mistakes, just expect to lose. Yeah, it's okay. Like if yeah. you're just going to ignore your tight end who's been good all year because he's a rookie and he's white, like just do. You deserve it. And yeah. I understand <clears throat> that you're very excited about David Montgomery and then Jameer Gibbs and how that's an awesome one-two punch. I get it. Right, it's very exciting to see Jameer Gibbs break off electric runs. Yeah, those don't happen every single play. Yeah, like it's cool when it breaks, and then there's the rest of the time. Right? Yeah. So, like, I guess in summation, right? I guess to sort of conclude, Lions fan, Lions fans, like you're gonna be better than the Bucks, no shit, right? But your season is coming to an end, no matter who the two seed is, right? Like. You're you're going to, and I might even be wrong on the Bucks being the, the four seed. You're better than whoever comes out of the NFC South. But like, you're not as good as the 49ers. You're not as good as oh. the Cowboys. You're no. not as good as the Eagles. You're clearly a step behind them. Yes. But that doesn't mean that you suck. It just means that you're not at their level. Well, Josh, can I ask you a question? Why why do coaches do this? Right when the running game is working, how come they? I mean, this is why Kyle is so smart. If your running game is working, he will keep attacking, attacking, attacking until you stop him. The Lions, I was watching the game. Galen was doing great, and then the Lions stopped. They, they stopped running the ball. Why? Yeah. I, I mean, don't get it. It's really, it's really bizarre. Um, but all of that being said, yes. it would sure be wonderful if the Bills would just give Josh Allen anybody at head coach who could say, you know what, let's go and freaking win this. Do we always have to play prevent at the end? Do we always have to play not to lose? Can we ever just play to win? Can oh, shit. Go out there. So, Josh P, so Josh P has a message for Bills fans, too. And Chiefs fans. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I mean, both. First off, to the Chiefs, like, settle down. I know it's a tough loss. You're losing to a team that gave you a chance to win and – you're losing because you signed because you traded for a player who guarantees you most losses in Kadarius Tony. I mean, first off, they're right. Okay. And they're not right by like a little bit, right? This isn't a judgment call. He was lined up in the neutral zone. Well, we didn't get a warning. So what the bad. fuck are you talking about? There's defensive t- 
tackles and offensive tackles who are literally they, they put the ball in the center for the center to snap it and DJ Kadarius Tony is lined up in the middle to the point you can't even see the defensive end. What are you talking about? JB, when I saw that, I started laughing. I was thinking about you. <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen? No shit. Oh, well, we're upset because that's not what the NFL should stand for. What are you talking about? Don't line up at the neutral zone. It's hey, not Tom, that hard. What happened, what happened to their trade about Nico Harmon? It's not. Okay, Vince, there's a ball saying line up behind it. Do you understand? You only have two sides of the ball to be on. You're either on defense or you're on offense. Now, admittedly, it can be anywhere on the field. It's your job to know where the ball is and to line up behind it. Yes. That's the number one part of the job. My son can do that in peewee football. <laughs> That's nonsense. And the thing about it is, the real craziness to it, is that it's not even that hard to do. You don't even have to be an athlete to know which side of the ball you're supposed to line up on. Like, that's nothing. And to, like, do it in such a way that the camera angle shows you, like, covering up a defensive lineman, as in you can't see the defensive lineman's number, no shit you're going to get a flag. No, no duh, right? Oh, well, we don't want the NFL to stand for that. Dude, stand behind the ball. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, again, and for people to not be making a bigger deal out of that, for them to just be like, yeah, but the Chiefs, you know, we want them to win. Dude, like, it's so far, it's so far more basic than that. Like, yeah. that was just a stupid error. That's you know, you know, but point. you know what? I picked Buffalo for this game. You guys got the better receivers. And Josh, let's keep it a bean. Listen, I like Mahomes. But it's but Chiefs fans told us they ain't gonna miss Eric Bieniemy, but they got Matt Nagy. No, 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 and no, no. Andy Reid, he loves his friends, right? Matt Nagy. Uh, JB, are you worried about the Chiefs at all? I mean, for the same reasons that I've been worried about them all year long. Which yeah. Is that I don't think that. I mean, even with Rashid, with um, Ray, Rice, Rice, yeah. Rice, that yeah. is him. Yeah. Even yeah. with Rice, that's not a Tyree Hill replacement. No, hell, no. that's not a that's not a replacement for, well, John, for veteran leadership. Do just miss Houston? Remember, we want shit. I do remember. Um, and Justin Justin Ross is is not ready. Whatever else you want to say about him, like there are neat, there are there's a possession receiving game yeah. that they're just missing. It's just not there outside of Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey has lost a step. That's okay. He got Taylor Swift out of the deal. That's fine. But just understand that, like, you're missing something that you used to have. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. We all have things that, like, we lose when we're having sex all the time with pop stars. I've been <laughs> Other people have been there. Like, we know. No, J J yeah, but JB, didn't they trade a uh, seventh round, sixth round pick for Nico Harmon? Ugh. To do what? So, like, your best version of Nicole Hardman, which you had, by the way, for three years, did what precisely? Nothing. Right. He's, he's very good on specifically designed plays where all you have to do is run. Not catch, run. That's the job. The job is run the ball. Because I can't catch it, but I can run it. <laughs> right? So, yeah. So, like, what you learned is the same thing you should have already known. Which is that, like, Nicole Hardman isn't a wide receiver. He's a give me the ball and give me some kind of space to run, and I might run really fast. But, like, he's not a receiving option. You need people to catch the ball. Yeah. And you don't have them in Kansas. So, John, so I guess two fan bases, the Philadelphia and the Chiefs fans, are the sky's falling because Chiefs fans, we lost to the Packers. Angry well, Bay, we lost I mean, to the Bills. Oh, my goodness. The sky's falling. Again, they didn't award the NFL, they didn't, they didn't give you the Super Bowl yesterday exactly like so <laughs> calm down but i mean <clears throat> i guess what the real question is is does it open the door for the ravens does it open the door for the dolphins mm. um, and does it open the door for the jaguars or the texans is question number one and if you want to answer that 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 question with yes then your next question and i think the answer to this question is probably more interesting than, than the first question because if you answer the question yes, you want to strike fear into fear and chaos into the entire equation. Do you believe that Baltimore and Miami and Buffalo and um, Cincinnati and um, Houston or Jacksonville, like, 
do you believe that if the door is open that those two te- that those teams can actually walk through it? And I'm less certain than I want to be if I'm going to go that way, right? So, like, it's okay to shit on the Chiefs, especially after they lose to Buffalo. Like, whatever. But the bigger problem with being too, you know, angsty about the Chiefs is that, okay, we're not as, we're not as good as we were. Can anybody else actually take the title from us? And I don't know that – I think the answer to that question might be no. Make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I do think it's a team that can beat them uh, in the, when it matters the most in the playoffs. You probably know what I'm Is talking. it Baltimore? Yes, yes, yes. All right. So you're of, the, you're, of the, you're of the belief that Baltimore is good enough to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. That's okay. Seen, I'm not mad. Yeah, I've seen Lamar done it before. And then, I mean, mate, Josh, he's on fire. Like he's, he's just, When healthy – this is, by the way, without Mark Andrews, which, by the way, I think Mark Andrews is coming back for the playoffs. I think if the Baltimore Ravens secured that number one seed, I think they're going the other way. Bro, they're a physical team. You saw it yesterday. He loves Bateman. Well, you know, he has Bateman, Flower. Flowers is on fire. I mean, shout out to Isaiah Likely. He's stepping up. I mean, bro, I mean, I mean, I think Todd Munkin. I mean, the guy, the guy Todd Munkin, he can have some bruises here and there, but – you know, Lamar's on fire, man. I think Tom Monk is way better than Greg Roman. You're seeing it in your very eyes. Um, <laughs> and yeah, man, they're the hottest team right now. And they, I mean, with Lamar's weapons right now without Mark Andrews, they look dangerous, uh, JB. I mean, honestly, I'm, this is my hot take. They might be the best. If, if when Mark Andrews comes back, they, you could argue they could be the best team in the NFL. Well, if you want to make that argument even more spicy, you could say they don't even need Mark Andrews to come back. Oh, you don't think Likely is doing just just fine. That there are many worse a player than Isaiah Likely right now with the way he's playing tight end. Yeah. Um, But, JB, what was your thoughts about that game? Because that was a fucking good game. I wish I had – you know what's crazy, JB? I wish I had that game. You know what I I had to watch? You know what CBS told told me to watch? Jive Wars and and Browns. But go ahead. Oof. Um – what are my thoughts about that game? Yeah, pizza, pizza. It was yeah, fascinating. Pizza, pizza. I mean, you was saw pizza, pizza. He looked great, right? Pizza, pizza. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Great is a little bit of a strong word. Oh. He, he, he threw for 294 yards and three touchdowns, and he didn't have any interceptions. So in that way, he was great, right? But a little bit more of a dig into all of that suggests that in the end um, of the third and the fourth quarter in the second half, he was fine. I mean, he, he had the one good touchdown, right? But they spent the entire second half of the game trailing, right? After the Justin, um, wait, no. So they didn't spend the entire second half trailing, but they were trailing for most of it. Um, it took them three minutes to allow Zane Powers <laughs> to catch the touchdown pass from Lamar Jackson. They spent the rest of the game um they, they spent the rest of the game trailing. Like they had the one sort of brief shining moment of three minutes um, in the game. And it was tied at the end, but like, I never felt deeply concerned that Matthew Stafford was going to be the reason they won. Not because Matthew Stafford is bad, but because for whatever reason, and there is a reason, I just don't know what it is. They're not willing to throw the Puka Nakua in the end zone. I don't know why. Okay, I don't know why. Asking me why is not going to get you the answer. No, John, they love they love that dude Robinson. Go ahead, you know. So unbelievable to sit there and be like Puka Nakua or Demarcus Robinson. I'm going to choose Demarcus Robinson. Unreal. Puka Nakua does everything better than Demarcus Robinson. I agree. Everything Demarcus Robinson can do, Puka Nakua can do it better. Um, it like yeah. So I I can't really see for me. See for me, who is doing well for the Rams that game? Cooper Cup, Puka. And Carol Williams, but Sean McVay. This is what, but John, let's keep it a beat about McVay. I like McVay, but the guy gets too cute with his play calling. Let me yeah. ask you this: The Rams were doing well in the run game. Why couldn't McVay keep going, keep going, keep going, bro? He gets too. Is it fair to say that McVay gets too complacent? Sure is, sure is, and like, it's 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 not even complacent. It's just cute. You're using the right word. It's cute. It's too cute over and over and over again. Just, just do what's good. Do what's like basic and what's good and then get cute when you need an extra situation and for like when you need an answer to a situation that the defense is causing. And he just, for whatever reason, he won't. It doesn't even really matter what the reason is at this point. Like he out loud refuses to like do the very basic things 
right? And like use the talent that he has. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm I don't know. I know that they're fun to watch. I know that they're fun to watch. I really do. But I don't trust their defense. And I mean, under that thinking, like that's one of the reasons why I'm not a believer in the Baltimore Ravens. And not just because they allowed 31 in this game, but just because I believe that like if they so like here's a good example, right? If the Ravens were to face the Buffalo nice. Bills, right? No, yeah, no, go with go with a different, go with a team that actually has an electric offense. Right? <laughs> okay, okay. Like, are you certain that that defense can hold up against the Dolphins or against the Bills or against? Um, all right, I don't want to list the Jaguars, but the Dolphins and the Bills, in my opinion, present a bad matchup for the Baltimore Ravens, right? If they can avoid both of those teams by getting the number one seed, then yeah, man, then they can go to the Super Bowl. Right. But like Tyree Hill versus that secondary, I'm not so sure I want Tyree Hill. As a matter of fact, or not, I'm sorry, I'm not so sure I want Baltimore. As a matter of fact, I think I might want Miami, which is crazy to say. Of course, the calendar just changed. We'll see what happens to Miami. I've seen the end of the year <laughs> Miami. You know, so that's ultimately where I'm at with the Ravens. I'm I'm a little skeptical as well against with them against top competition, but they beat the Rams. So if you think the Rams are the, the class of the NFC West and that they're better than the Niners, well then yeah, man, give them all the credit in the world. All right, okay. Well, what, what are you gonna tell men to and those Bronco fans? They beat the Chargers. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, John, you said a great rush pass to Sutton. Oh my goodness. No, we're done here. We're done here. Mentru, they're now going to the playoffs. You asked me to give you three weeks. You said the best two out of three, and we're good. You're good. That's exactly what you wanted. You wanted that we wanted three weeks before you predicted the playoffs, before you believed in your team. You're now within one game of Kansas City, uh-huh. right? And your end of the schedule um, is the Lions, the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Raiders. You're there. You've got where you wanted to get to. You asked me for three weeks. You've had you have the three weeks. You're now one game behind the Chiefs. You are now officially going to make a choice. Are they a playoff team or are they not? Doesn't matter that you're tied with the Bills. Doesn't matter yeah. that the Browns outrank you. It doesn't matter that the Steelers and the Bengals are also tied with you, or that the Colts are tied with you, or that the Texans are tied with you. You're right. You've got exactly what you wished for which is two wins out of the next three games. So now they're going to the playoffs, right, Mentru? Or I'll just say I'll just say this. I, JB, I think you would agree with that. The Broncos pretty much, looking at the schedule, they pretty much control their own destiny. Is that fair to say? As long as the Lions don't show up, as long as Vince Size has been right about Ben Johnson the entire time, then yeah, yeah, they control everything. <laughs> oh my God, On JB. the off chance that Vince was wrong, then maybe you should keep focusing on everybody talking nice to you, Mentru. Like, you just focus on everybody speaking to you in a nice, gentle, babying way in the event that Vince was wrong. But if Vince is right, then by all means, yeah, be excited. This is your moment. <laughs> oh, my God. And by, by the way, JB, one, one, one more thing. Um, you know, it, it's kind of funny because Lucas and – um, you know, Jets fans, I mean, Jets fans, they didn't want to win it all this weekend because, it's ironically, the Patriots and the Jets have a top, top 10 pick, ironically. Um, but let me ask you this, John. What, yeah, what sure. I mean, I feel bad for Falcons fans, man. They need a quarterback. God damn. I'm I not going back to the NFC, the NFC um, South. I, I'm skipping over the entire division. Ask me stuff about the AFC. Do you want to talk about the Bills? Do you want to talk about the Dolphins? Sure, uh, sure, sure. So, talk about them. I'm not going back to the NFC. And I'm not going back to the AFC South while we're at it, too. Sure. Sure, um, sure. If the Colts don't have Jonathan Taylor, I don't think they can compete with the Jaguars. I don't think the Jaguars, by the way, can compete with anybody else either, but that's not the point. The yeah. point is that the Colts don't have Jonathan Taylor. There, I've analyzed the AFC South. Yes, I believe in the te- I believe that the Texans might make the playoffs. No, I don't believe they're going to do anything when they get there. Who cares? Good <laughs> job. They either were a good story because they made the playoffs or they're a good story because they had a winning season. One or the other, but good. You're fine. Like We're done there as well. In the same way that I'm done with the Broncos, I'm done with the Texans and the Colts and the Jaguars. I am interested in the AFC East, and I'm interested in the AFC North. Um, because I don't know what the Browns can do. Um, like I don't know how the Browns are winning. In my mind, it's smoke and mirrors. I, I do know how the Bills are winning. And in my mind, it's smoke and mirrors. Exactly. So, I think it's so in spite of your coach. It's unreal. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to say it. It's 
it's infuriating to watch a Bills game. With- you know what's crazy? Yeah, I like Go what ahead. you're saying. I like how what you're saying because looking at this Bills schedule, if they want to, they can win all these games. Yeah, you think so? You think it's about the players? Yes. You think it's about the players? You think the players decide that they want to win these games, they want to compete, that they're going to win all these games? See, I don't. But we are, we're on different sides of all of this. I think it's about the coach. I think the players play loose and free in the first half, the way they played against Kansas City. And then for whatever reason, Sean McDermott gets this idea that like he's going to overcoach the team. He gets his hands in the chalk, so to speak. <laughs> and so does, and like, like, dude, get the fuck away from like everything. Like, do normal things. That stuff at the end of that shit at the end of the game against Kansas City, like, had you just done a run play, one run play yeah. on first down, it would have been at the two-minute warning. It's over, yeah. They would have used their timeouts just to keep you, like, off. And, like, for the record, when I say one run play, I don't even need it to get a first down. <laughs> I just need to run the ball, right? Now, they got the first down on the crazy Latavius Murray, let's push it out of the field of play, fumble. No, John, but, they love like, James Pitt, though. They love James Cook. It's just ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. The whole idea is ridiculous with the bill. Like, <laughs> just like do normal things and stop trying to like hammer the other team. Stop trying to go for the jugular. Do your normal offense and wait for the jugular to present itself. And if you just did that, you'd be fine. But for whatever reason, and I'm sure there's a reason, I just don't like it. Sean McDermott won't do that. I don't know what the reason is. Don't ask me. I just know that there is a reason. And watching Sean McDermott during these games, like, that's the team for Ben Johnson. Uh, Okay, no, no. Let me ask you a fair question now. And I would ask the Bills fans the same thing. Okay, no McDermott. I mean, like, you know. No, that's where I feel. You want to scratch your head. You want to scratch your head and be pissed about the guy. I don't blame you. But let me ask you this, though. How do you feel against the Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, and Dolphins? Because I can definitely see them winning all, all four of them. I just wish that we competed, you know, collectively as well as the terrorists on 9-11. Oh, wait, did I step, did I step on something there? Oh, I mean, look, I think they can beat the Cowboys. I don't think Cowboys are better than the Bills offensively versus defense. I think the Cowboys will give up points. I don't think that defense is as good as, like, is going to be better than the Bills' offense. Do I think that Sean McDermott will have Josh Allen hold on to the ball for five extra seconds to see if Gabe Davis can run three? Yes, I do. Just give it an extra beat and see if Gabe Davis can beat Ron Bland. What are you talking about? Go to the Dawson Knox Dalton Kincaid combo. It's open all fucking game. <laughs> and for the record, you're like, oh, come on, Josh. You must be exaggerating. I'm no. not exaggerating. No, they're open all game. That two tight end combo. And this was the reason that I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl just that, like this yeah. year. This is it. This is the idea. You've improved your offensive line. You now have a running game with James Cook. In theory, Josh Allen is better than James Cook. So you have that to account for as well. And Josh Allen just needs to throw the ball five yards in front of his face to Dalton Kincaid or Dawson Knox. One or the other. March the ball down the field, and in the event that Stefan Diggs gets single coverage because you've decided you're going to start doubling a tight end, throw it to Stefan Diggs. This is not that difficult an offense. Oh, it's run. not. It's not. It's really not. And they, they make it so hard on themselves. <laughs> I got to get Deontay Hardy involved in this play. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop. Stop. Make it easy. But Dave Davis has been running wind sprints all day. Stop. He will either get free or he won't. It will be one or the other. And if he gets free, then throw it to him. But if he's not, dude, your tight ends are standing there waving their arms. And what's worse is that they catch the fucking ball. (laughs) They're not dropping it. You never (laughs) see Dalton Kincaid dropping balls. You never see Dawson Knox dropping balls. No. Just do the normal thing, and they won't. They won't, for whatever reason, for the record. right? I don't know the reason. All I know is that I'm watching the reason unfold in real time over and over and over again. And it makes these games so much closer than they need to be. That's frustrating. And that's the issue. 
right? When they were doing great at the very beginning of the game, when on their first two touchdown runs, drives, they were doing exactly what I'm talking to you about. You run the ball, and then when you need the extra pass, right, you have Dalton Kincaid catch it, or you have Dawson Knox catch it, or if he's open, right, you find a you find an open receiver. But the receiver should be the third part of the offense, not the first. And for whatever reason, again, Josh Allen is just like, yeah, man, but I've got to throw the ball. Stop. Stop. They're not going to, like, I have to spread the ball. I have to get 10 receivers involved. Because what will happen if Ty Johnson get, doesn't get more than two catches on two receptions for one yard? What, what could happen? Would he be unhappy? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what if Trent Shurfield doesn't get his one reception for nine yards? Stop. Stop worrying about it. You know what's crazy? Powell uses best player, but according to their um, Bills OC, they don't do that. I guess they love Gabe Davis. I guess they love um, Sherpio. I, 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 I don't know, Josh. They no, just Josh over, I, I guess my point is, is that they just overthink it, right? They just overthink it, yes, they do. which doesn't necessarily mean that they suck. It just no. means that it's like it's way too much of like – of like we're trying to do this, no, we're trying to do that, no, we're trying to do this. Like, dude, stop. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Now, speaking of another the simple AFC thing, East. as for the Dolphins. Yeah, speaking of the AFC East team, Josh, yeah. you saw the Ian Rappaport, um, you know, report. I mean, you saw you saw this tweet. I mean, Austin Jackson got signed for a year. You know, Miami that... Dolphin fans, Miami Dolphin fans, are excited. <laughs> they're excited. They're dancing right now, Josh. Well, you know, they're very excited because they actively control their own destiny. Let's just see if this. You know, January, December thing is real. Either will be or it won't, right? We're about to find out, Dolphins fans. We're about to find out you're on a three-game winning streak. By golly, you beat the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Jets. Um, you beat the Commanders. You know, let, you're about to face the Titans. So it's all going to go good, right? Everything's going to be great. If only you didn't have the Jets, Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills to close your schedule. Five games when most other teams are facing four over the next four weeks, we'll see. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that they're bad. And I'm really emphasizing that I act just actually think they're good, right? They've had a three-game winning streak since they lost that game to the Chiefs, right? Against the Raiders, the Jets, and the Commanders, right? But now that I've told you, I told you out loud that the Jets are, you know, free ball and grandmas, we'll see if you can hold <laughs> JB makes my day, man. Let's go. All right, JB, let's go make our picks because you're going to be funny with the picks. All right. Chargers, by the way, this is week 15, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Chargers, Raiders, uh, hard game because the Raiders just scored zero points, but I don't trust Bradley Staley. I mean, Josh, if I had to tell I'm you. I'm going to pick some games, but I'm not going to pick all games. I'll okay. tell you right now. Okay. I'm not okay. going to pick all games. Chargers, Starting Raiders, with I'm this one. Raiders. I'm not going to pick this game. I don't care who wins. Okay. All right. Vikings, Bengals. I'm going Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to win. I'm actually kind of. I'm, I'm at some point, I think it's going to be next week when they beat the Vikings in a meaningless game. Me and you have to have a conversation about what we actually do think the Bengals are. I mean, it would be nice, right, to wait to see what happens when the Bengals face the Chiefs and the Browns at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we should wait that long. I, I think that it, it, it goes something like this. I'm not sure what to make of – Jake Browning. I don't know whether he's good or not because I'm not grinding the tape on him, even though I probably should be grinding the tape on Jake Browning. But also, I didn't know who Chase Brown was before yesterday. So, like, what is going on here? And I'm very interested. I'll just say this. I know him. He went to well, he went to, he was a quarterback from Washington. He was good there for them. I, I just feel like, you know, he's just playing great because he's got the weapons. I mean, he played great against Jacksonville, but it's just obviously Jacksonville you know their defense played well. I mean, they, I mean, they, and they covered that game, right? And so they they beat the Colts. I mean, we know what the Colts are without Anthony Richardson, and obviously without Taylor. So, I mean, congrats to the Bengals. They won at home, but now they're playing the Vikings, and the Vikings are falling apart. And obviously, losing Jeff, Justin Jefferson that's not a good look. All right. Anyway, Steelers Colts. Uh, I'm, I'm not picking this. this. I don't care. Next. Right, I'm picking it for the obvious. I I have to. I'm going with the Colts. All right. Broncos, Lions, I'm going, oh, my goodness. I don't care. It's gonna, I, I think it's going to be the Lions, but, again, I, I, don't, I don't care. And I don't know why they care either. I don't even know why the NFL is playing this game. I Just agree. give them both a loss and move on. I agree. But I'm going Lions as well. <laughs> Giants is Saints. I'm going Saints. God Almighty. It's a Saturday, John. I don't care. Next. All right. Bears, Browns. I'm going. 
You know what? I'm going Browns. Let's go. I'm oh, no, I'm no, I'm sorry. Bears. Wait, the Browns, the Bears, Browns. I I know. I, I hope it's the Bears, but I think it'll be the Browns. But all the, right, Falcons, Panthers. I don't like care, it. and I don't Falcons. care about the Bucks, Packers. I do care about the Jets, Dolphins, and I'm gonna pick the upset of the Jets over the Dolphins. And I think that we will reunite on this show again. And you will praise me for knowing what happens when you fuck grandmas. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. I think you're going to be like, you know what? I knew J- JB called it. He said, Josh B called it. He said that Zach Wilson was dunking, you know, in coffee. And sure enough, like, he's unbelievable. What happened to Zach Wilson? What is? What have we done? Has he turned a corner? And the answer is, <laughs> yeah. But mostly because, you know, he's dating someone who's enrolled in AARP. <laughs> By the way, I got Packers over Bucks and then uh, and out in Green Bay. Um, Jets and Dolphins. I'm going Dolphin because it's a smart way to do it to Miami. Well, it is the smart way until you realize that Zach Wilson. Yeah, I got a question for you. You know there's nice cheerleaders and girls in Miami, right? Shit. You know, Again, you- they're too young for him. <laughs> it's a certain age. Trust me. It's a certain age. I'm telling you. <laughs> Oh, and JB has some jokes. Shout out to Hamid Hawkins, by the way. All right, Chiefs and Patriots are going Chiefs. is easy. Should be, right? Sure, why not? All right. Texans, te- uh, Titans. Should be easy. We'll see if it is. It would be Texans. But, but let me ask you this. By the way, the Texans getting injured by the weapons. Are Would you be surprised if Tennessee wins this game in Tennessee? No, no Nico Collins, no Tank Dell, no CJ Stroud. And now all of a sudden it's a level playing field. You know what's crazy? I'm going, I say it, I love CJ. But, and CJ's hurt too right now. I don't know if he's going to play. But even if he plays, I'm going Tennessee. I'm, I hate to say JR and uh, Coach Dante. But I'm going Tennessee and Tennessee. How do you feel, Josh? I mean, I think if they're injured, they're injured. You know, I, I know that it's – I think it's too much of the offense. You, you face Buffalo Bills syndrome if you're losing your quarterback, your top two wide receiving weapons. Like, yeah, you're, you're not the same team. That's okay. Okay. Like, but it's injuries. Okay. I know it's not what we want to talk about, but it is the truth. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Could this game be a trap game? Niners are favored by 14. No. The only, the, only, the only reason why, Josh, I'm saying it, they always struggle against Tyler Murray. So Man. you think Brock Purdy is going to go on the roll? And, I think and, Brock and Purdy is going to bitch slap the Cardinals. Oh, Next. shit. Look at that Cardinal fans. JB is like, all right, all right. Commanders, Rams. I'm going with the Rams. What about you? Sure. Next. Cowboys, Bills. You know what? Ashley Baker's getting excited. Guess what? Cowboys falling to, falling to earth against Buffalo and Buffalo. How do you feel? It's their season, isn't it? If the Bills win this game, then all of a sudden we have to pay attention. If they lose this game, well, then good. We can finally write this. All right, John, what's the game plan for the Bills to win this game against Dallas and Buffalo? Very simple. Very simple. Dallas is missing Leighton Vander Esch. They are. They have two tight ends who both catch the ball. I appreciate that Khalil Shakir needs his attention. Appreciate that Deontay Hardy needs his needs his one reception for twenty five yards. For fuck's sake, attack the, the Cowboys linebackers with your tight end. This is not that hard. Like just just get them playing coverage against these tight ends. You chip and release, chip and release, chip and release, and then you use Stephon Diggs. I mean, ideally as a decoy because they're going to double cover him just like every team has been doing for the past three weeks, four weeks. You play a you play a cornerback in press coverage, and then when Stefan Diggs gets by them, one of the safeties is over there to try and help. So now what you're really doing is you're playing nine on ten. And the truth is, is that if you just play the way I'm telling you, with Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid on the line to chip and then release then the linebackers will have to start respecting you and you can run the ball with James Cook. But what's going to happen is everybody needs the ball spread around because we have to be diverse and we're going to follow the Cowboys. Yeah, it would have surprised me. But you know what? Let's go Buffalo. Let's go go Josh Allen. That's my favorite uh, player. Look, I love it. I want Josh. You know me. You know he's my favorite player. And could could fireworks happen all of a sudden? Sure. But, like, it's going to require, like, discipline. And they just don't do it. No. They just don't do it. Yeah, Ravens right. and Jaguars. I mean, look, you're either right or you're wrong on this, Vince. No, no, no. I got this. You know why? You know why I'm confident? Because first of all, I Josh, have you ever JB, have you ever had a high sprain ankle? 
Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, it hurts. It hurts like a bitch. You saw it. You saw whichever one yesterday. That's why they lost. So you know what? It's in Jacksonville. I don't care. The Ravens are a better team. I mean, I wish Trevor was healthy. I think this would have been a good game, but he's not healthy, JB. Let's keep it real. You know, the Ravens' defense is very physical. And yeah, man, I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going. To be, I'm being smart here. Let's go, Lamar. What about you? Uh, sure, Ravens. Why not? Okay. Now, JB, do you have any message for Mina Kimes and Seattle fans against the Eagles on Monday night? Yeah, you're 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 also going to lose. That the Eagles hopefully realize that their entire season is on the line. Their entire postseason is on the line with this particular game. That this particular game actively matters. And you know, hopefully, what's his name, Sirianni doesn't bust his appendix again. And if he doesn't, then yeah, I think they're going to beat the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going down. So there's the picks. All right, all right, JB. Thank you for your time because you listen. You made my day, man. Thank you for calling me, man. Because you made my day. You got with the energy. And what about Otani? What about Otani? Serious Tony. We had to talk about San Francisco. San Francisco's being dominating. No shit, right? So yeah, man. I'm having. A, I'm, I had a what great about Otani? Otani. Oh. Otani. That's the news, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm excited, man. I mean, of course. I mean, that's what happens to to for great uh, teams that. Have, Owners are willing to spend. I mean, um, you know, sometimes Josh, some people, reporters, make fake news, like John Morosi. Um, now Toronto fans, like Blue, Blue Jay fans, are going to get after John Morosi because according to his sources, uh, he thought Kawhi was in Toronto. Well, I'm, not, I'm sorry, not Kawhi. My bad, my bad, my, my wrong guy. Uh, Otani was in Toronto. It, it was en route Toronto. Obviously, he wasn't. Bob Nightingale, uh, USA Today, by the way, uh, uh, he said Otani was in L.A. And you know what that happened? You know what that means? He was going to be a Dodger, uh, 10, 12, you know, 10 years, well, 700 mil. Look at that. So I'm happy as a Dodger fan. And, yeah, uh, the, the I guess Canada uh, gets to suffer again, losing two stars. I mean, JB, you know, losing on Otani and losing to Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I mean, you can't blame those two stars for going to for, you know, you know, staying in California. You, you can't blame them. Right. It's sunny. It's. I mean, what would you rather do, JB? Would you rather go to Canada or would you rather be in sunny Shine, California? Well, of course you'd rather be in California. But beyond that, I think that Otani is going to play in the most stacked lineup that he's ever been in. But I still think you need another pitcher in order to actively win a World Series. And I like Bobby Miller. I actually think Bobby Miller is really good. Um, And Ryan Pepio is really good. But I think you're going to need more starting pitching. Um, in order to actively win a World Series, like to actually be there. Um, and that, to me, leads you down the path of Blake Snell or this Yamamoto guy. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, I would rather have Blake Snell, and I think he'd be cheaper. I agree. I think they should get Blake Snell. And then, and by the way, breaking news, Yamamoto is a Dodger fan. His meetings are meeting in L.A. No surprising there if he's a Dodger. But real quick, just real quick. Uh, how do you feel with uh, because Andrew Drug Joe is a Yankee fan? How do you feel? How do you feel with the, you know Juan Soto? You know the guy. He oh, played the do. national. He got them a championship. It's kind of funny that Bright they lose Bryce Harper then they win the championship. But anyways, JB, you're you're in Washington. I mean, you know Soto. I mean, by the way, Yankee fans can't stand Aaron Boone. He's not that good as a, as a manager. So there's no way Aaron Boone could fuck this up like Brandon Staley did in, with LA, right? There's no way, right? <laughs> that's an ex- that's an awesome comparison that you just made there. Yes, know, exactly. there's that's ways the for him to fuck it up, and yes, it's probable. It's not only possible; it's also probable um, that that he fucks it up at the end. Um, no, I, I think that the Yankees' problem is the same problem that it's been, and I think that the Yankees are going to face um, that. Like their problem isn't the hitting; it's not the lineup. Um, it's the pitching. There's no starting pitching in Yankee land outside of Garrett Cole. Like, Nestor Cortez is not as good as you think he is. He's not. He's not. And, like, whether you want to believe that Nestor Cortez is um, bad or good or, like, all of that is sort of irrelevant. Like, after I get past Nestor Cortez, the next starter who I wanted to get to was Michael King. And Michael King was actually doing really well. Well, at the end of last year, he was pretty good. He was amazing at the end of the last year, but now he's gone. It doesn't make any difference. So who's your third starter? You don't have one. Good news. It was, it was Severino. He went to the Mets. He's gone. It's, well, Severino's gone. So it's not Severino anymore either. So, yeah. So I just I think the Yankees pitching is, is non-existent. I, I don't think it's a real. Let me ask you this. Let me, I'll name a team in AOE. You tell me if the Yankees are better than them. Blue Jays right now. No. Okay. The state you live in. Oh, close, close to there. The Orioles. 
Well, definitely not. I, the Orioles are like a super are a World Series contender. I agree. I agree with you. Oh, there, there you go. Um, and then what about no, the Red Sox? I can't name the Red, the Red Sox. Well, they'll beat the Red Sox, but like, what? No, dude, what does that no, mean? No, like coming in fourth they place in the baseball pitching. division. No, no, Davey, Davey, Davey. What about the Rays? They always have pitching. I mean, yeah, they're another example of a team you're not better than. Like again, it, it's not so much that like. Right. You're, you're just you're not going to be better than these like sort of top end teams because you don't invest in your farm system. You don't let people develop. You trade them just as they're like getting ready. And so other teams can sort of benefit from it. It's not happening like this. This is not going to be a year for, for the Yankees. That's my. Oh, point. if that's the case. And by the way, did the soda, by the way, Soto's a free agent after this year. And by the way, by the way, how the Dodgers are spending. I'm, and by the way. Just to let everybody know, the CAO for the Dodgers, Stan Casting, he came for the Nationals, by the way. He's the guy that drafted this one. So, I'm, I'm just saying, Yankee fan, I'm not trying to be piss you guys off at anything, but by the way how the Dodgers are spending, you never know. Shit, Soto in California again, in L.A., the smarter team, the Dodgers over the Padres, not surprising. But anyways, God bless Mike Trout and Manny Machado. I don't think he's going to the Dodgers. I'll tell you right now, I don't think Soto's going to go to the Dodgers. Um, I mean, I know he'll want to go to the Dodgers. But I think there'll be some other idiot team that spends $300 million on a designated hitter um, who occasionally plays the outfield. I don't think the Dodgers are that stupid. When they when when they sign a designated hitter, it's because he's being the designated hitter on days that he's pitching. Yeah. The rest of the time, he's an outfielder and a super all-star like Shohei Otani. Right. Like, yeah. same thing, by the way, with Mookie Betts, right? Yeah, he's an outfielder, but that's only when he's not playing second base. Yeah. Same thing with Freddie Freeman. Yeah, he's a designated hitter, <laughs> only when he's not playing first base and he needs a day off from the position. All right. There's you, 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 real quick, two, two, two things, two things. Any yeah. advice? Well, actually, no, three things. Any advice for Bryce Harper and, uh, you know, Madame Machado and Mike Trout right now? No, on purpose. I hate, I hate Bryce Harper. Um, <laughs> and, like, Manny Machado, I mean, it, it's, it's just – it's very like it's these players are very I don't even know how to say it. it it's like they think they be, they're better than they are. Right. Right. They're they're you know what they are? What? You, know, you know who's a really good example of Oh boy. They What's the example? They're the What's Trey the example? Youngs of baseball. They're the Trey Youngs of baseball. Oh my goodness. They're they're a wait, star wait, 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 in their city. Can I guess why you're saying that? So, so what you're saying is that all they care about is Spain. They got the money. Yeah, that's it. And like, that's just, it's not going to win. It, it's not going to win. Um, but then again, I said that about the Lakers and look at them bringing home the in season tournament over the Pacers. I mean, Jim, so, you, you saw, you saw, you saw Stevie Day making make fun of Zion, but it is what it is. Well, no, who knows what Zion's doing. All right. All Anyways, right. JB, thank you for your time. You Absolutely. Made, you, made like you got me energy. Look, you got me energized. Look at me. I'm ha- so happy. I'm so um. And real quick, Jamie, real, real quick before we go, do you, where do you? Th- I know you probably don't care, but do, do you? Where do you think Zach Ertz signs this week? By the way, I hope he goes to San Francisco. By the way, I would love that, but he's not going to San Francisco. Did the did the Chiefs front office watch their game or no? I mean, I mean, I hope so. I hope they did. Um. Well, I mean, if they did, then he should go to Kansas City. Um, but if they didn't, and, you know, I, I expect they didn't, then I imagine that he'll probably go. Hmm. These are the teams that I'm hearing that, that want them. San Francisco, Philadelphia, Baltimore, and then the Chiefs. Which, if you're Zach Ertz, which team do you want to go to if you're smart? I don't think he's going to Baltimore. Okay. I mean, for the same reasons that I, you know, liked I mean, that you just laid out for Shoei Otani, I'd like him to go to San Francisco. I agree. But I also think that he has to be a realist and recognize that, like, he's fifth by a wide margin if he goes to San Francisco. He's the fifth, like, receiving option. I agree. And so that sort of leaves Philadelphia and um, Kansas City. You know, what kind of role does he want to play? You know, does he does he want to be a like productive, you know, force of nature? Like, does he want to get the ball? If he wants to get the ball, then it's Kansas City. Or does he just want to, you know, be there to free ball grandmas in his spare time and play behind Dallas Goddard? <laughs> oh my he, he, God. he goes to Philadelphia. Just real quick, just to remind everybody, 
Uh, Ertz is from the Bay, so that's why uh, that's why San Francisco is interested. And also, they uh, San Francisco just lost lost Rally for four weeks. I know JB's gonna be like, who who cares? I mean, he's a backup. I mean, which obviously he is a backup, so who cares, right? Even Kyle Shanahan says, who cares? But we'll find out. I mean, listen, if we listen. If I'll be happy, if we get Ertz. I'll be so happy. I mean, I mean, shit. That's all good. All right, JB, thank you for your time. I'm sure okay. Ralph and Eagle fans and uh, the rest of the fan base, Niner fans. Life has will listen to this podcast where we, we have been preaching the whole show. Great show once again. JB, yep. hopefully we can podcast next, like, maybe next week. It's all like, about like my JB. job. It's all about hopefully. whether I get this jo- this promotion or not. That's, that's listen, what's going I pray, on. I, I pray wondering. every day that you do, and I, you, you deserve it, my friend. But anyways. I hope so. I hope I get it. We'll see. Yes, sir. Hey, but, hey, man, you've been grinding. And listen, I've been grinding watching tape. And uh, watch out for the NFL now with me and Ralph. And yeah, uh, I can't wait for tomorrow. What he had to say about Brock Purdy? Actually, David, I can't wait for the Brock Purdy fans that told me that he can't throw a deep pass. Right? So there it's you ridiculous. go. The whole thing is ridiculous. Right. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, peace out, JB. Peace out, pal.